Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and a welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, your host, life coach, and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, we are discussing going from offended to enlightened. Modern technology has given everyone a voice. And isn't that what we've always wanted in empowerment? On paper, sure. I want everyone to find their voice, right? Doesn't that sound beautiful? Doesn't that sound awesome? In this culture of social media and negative news cycles, what we're seeing is this culture of getting offended. And I think it's actually shutting down healthier voices. We're having to manage for me to do this show. I've, I've really thought about this issue before we did the show, while we do the show, how easily it is to just offend people. There was something in the news recently, I won't go into what it was, but I saw some celebrities online really saying, we need to get offended, we need to get offended. Oh, I cannot disagree more. Being offended is not the same as being traumatized. Becoming offended does not mean that I've been harmed by someone else, but I can harm myself by going too far down the offended road. I don't have a right as a human being, legal or otherwise, to not be offended, to not become offended. And that might be hard to believe with what we've seen in the news and online in the last few years. So I want to break down the process of how we deal with being offended. And as emotional badasses, we are really grounded in our personal responsibility and our ownership. And our personal responsibility and ownership really lights the path to wellness, to peace, to centeredness. So we've all been there, right? We have offended and we have been offended because we're human. We are going to just rub on each other like sandpaper sometimes. So this is how it starts, right? Someone says something. It's disagreeable. It's contrary. It's vile. It's ignorant or some combination. And we bristle. We feel the wrongness of what they said. And maybe it's something that cuts very close to us. Maybe it's being told I shouldn't use my voice to talk about childhood sexual abuse. 
I have felt myself have offended feelings, feel an inner fire, even feelings of rage. And I can feel that for issues that are near and dear to my personal heart and near and dear to people I love and work with. Like if someone says gays shouldn't be able to get married, you know, that's something that offends us as a mindful culture, as a loving, seeking people in this tribe. I can make an endless list of the things that offend us, but that's how it starts. Someone says something and we hear it and we have feelings. So what we want to do with this is start to use our mindfulness muscles that we've been building and growing, some of us over lifetimes, so some of us just very recently, but we're going to pull into those muscles and be able to take a step back from that inflammatory statement. And we want to evaluate harmful threat versus a disagreeable thing to hear. And we can all do this in the way that, let's say a 10-year-old the child of a lawyer, if I'm playing with him and I offend him or win the game or knock over the blocks and he says, you'll hear from my lawyers, that's not going to offend me, right? Because there's no power behind it. There's no actual threat that can frighten me. So it's just maybe a disagreeable thing or even a laughable thing to hear and it just rolls off very easily. But if that child's dad, who is a powerful lawyer, says that to me, I'm going to have feelings. I'm going to get scared. Because there's a potential there that can hit me in the finances that can take away my time from my other projects, my life. And so the feelings are going to meet that harmful threat versus a disagreeable or even goofy thing to hear. The next way that I break this down is looking at potential threat and perceived threat is very different than actual threat, and we must adjust accordingly. The same way that a perceived rain, a predicted rain, isn't the same as the rain falling from the sky. I remember years ago as a newer therapist working for myself, I was about in year three, I took on an adolescent client that the mom called me and said that the child was manipulating and kind of acting out. And so I followed best practices and met them in my office at the time and told them both that I would not participate in any splitting, that if there were any issues with my services or what happened in session, that we would have to all be in the room, no phone calls between sessions. So really setting it up, sort of saying all the right things to minimize drama, to minimize chaos, and to try to take care of my client and her mother. And it was about an hour or two after that first session where my phone started blowing up with wildly angry messages about how her child, her adolescent child had said, I cursed her out and told her to get the fuck over it. And I kind of chuckled when I connected with the mom, just thinking and said out loud very naturally, I usually hold that comment back for at least the second session and said, this is exactly what I was talking about. I don't want to do this with you. I will talk about this with you and your daughter in session so we can really get on top of what's going on here. And the mom wasn't having it. And that became because I would not participate in her drama, a threat. I'm going to file threats in every therapist out there. If you're a new therapist, this is probably going to happen. Where people who are upset and they're in their pain and they're not owning it themselves, they lash out. And sometimes the therapist is the target. So for a week, I was so panicky. This person was going to file complaints against 
my license. And how would I justify this? Because we're just in the room together. And I panicked about it. And it really took my energy. I didn't have the muscles at the time to do what I'm sharing with you on this list of how to break down our internal process of what happens when we get offended or scared. The difference between not liking what someone says and having this internal reaction like we need to fight or run, which is really triggering to a lot of us. What I know now is next in this list. To be able to separate that perceived rain from the actual rain. That we do ourselves a lot of good when we just allow people's vitriol to just be words. Until it is action, it's just words. It's just threat. It's just air lost on the wind. And that's a scary thing to those of us who have trauma histories. It's a maybe doubly scary thing for those of us that are highly sensitive, that are very perceptive and intuitive, that have a lot of confusion before we do enough healing about the difference between our fear and our anxiety and an actual intuition. So we get very scared and frightened when we're threatened or we're put upon or we're judged harshly about what's going to happen. And we do ourselves a lot of good when we flex and strengthen these muscles that until it rains, it's not raining. Until that complaint showed up at my board, it wasn't a complaint. It was just someone that was upset. And it never manifested into an actual complaint. And don't trust my stories. Look at your own history. Look at your own stories. How often can you look back and see that things that were upsetting to you, things that offended you, things that scared you, things that frightened you, that came from other people, they, most of them never really shake out. They don't happen. So we do a lot of good for ourselves when we separate the difference between a perceived offense or a perceived threat or a perceived slight versus an actual threat. And if that gets confusing or wonky as you kind of hold that in your psyche, just remember, does it look like it's going to rain potentially? Because sometimes it blows over. Or is it actually raining? Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask them all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? Well, we hear you and we have been there too. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. Who are we? I'm Dr. Jess Steyer, a public health scientist and also co-host of the Unbiased Science Podcast. Every day, I'll chat with one or both of your new pediatrician besties, Dr. Dina DiMaggio, a general pediatrician, and Dr. Anthony Porto, a pediatric gastroenterologist. We'll talk about all the things related to our kids' health, from dealing with a colicky infant to navigating puberty in the teenage years. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, now live on all podcast platforms. Today, I very much can because I've worked on these muscles. I can flex the muscles between discerning screaming from action. I definitely don't do it perfectly. But knowing exactly where our growth edges are, knowing our own offended process 
of what fires us up, what lights that inner rage, what makes us want to defend or run, that tells us a lot of information about our growth edge. The next thing that we want to accept, not just when we're offended, but whenever we're triggered, is that if we're, if we're triggered or if we're in an inner rage, an inner fire, an inner shutdown even, that we accept radically in our personal responsibility and ownership, which frees us from the trappings of being offended and brings us closer to this enlightenment, this peace that we want. We accept that we cannot make good decisions out of a triggered energy. We cannot make sound, grounded, reasonable, insightful decisions out of fear or rage. And so often this is the trap so many of us fall into is trying to make sense of ourselves or someone else or a situation about who's right, who's wrong, what's right, what's wrong, what's allowed, what's not, where should my boundary be? But we do that in this spinning, flying, um, triggered process. So we do so much soul care for ourselves. When we give ourselves permission to just ride that wave until our edges soften, until we let go of seeing red and we see green, and that's an inside job. Most probably the person that offended, shamed, hurt, isn't going to also be the source of turning you from red to green, of helping you shift from sharp edges to soft edges. We're not going to get that from the person that elicited those feelings in the first place. If we can get that, that's awesome. Accept it. Enjoy it. But understand that it's highly likely we may not be able to get that from that particular spot, that particular person, that location, that situation. It's an inside job. And in our personal responsibility and ownership work as emotional badasses, we can do this work. It's just muscles. When we realize we are feeling offended, we can release and gain clarity through acknowledging that the moment is past or choosing to allow the moment to be past so that we can start to move through, so that we can see and feel and realize that by holding on to rage and offense, that I'm only hurting myself and that freedom and peace require letting go. So I encourage you to sit with this for a little bit today or at a later date, if this resonates with you, to sit with yourself, to maybe journal or meditate on what happens to me in my own offended rage? Do I start to want to teach a lesson? Do I want to punish what I perceive as bad behavior? What is my own relationship with how my ego loves righteousness? Doesn't everyone's ego just love righteousness? That's kind of what the ego does. So we want to sit with that and evaluate and peel back those layers so that we're approaching these issues for ourselves, for the people in our lives, and for the world from a grounded, centered, calm, wise place instead of a reactionary place. I'm hoping that 10, 20 years into the future, we can look back on this time and laugh about this sort of offended culture the way that we maybe laugh about 80s hair 
but we're in it right now and it's tough. And I know you HSPs and you empaths struggle with this, struggle how to fight for what's right and how to pick your battles and let go when it's wise. It's messy. I'm not saying it's an oversimplified process, but it's one we need to sit with and it's one where we need to find and own where we have power. And that's generally on the inside. Now, I want to use this moment to introduce Lucy Witts and her documentary, Dragon's Lair, D-R-A-G-A-N. Lucy's had me thinking about this culture of being offended and lashing out and people's wounds sort of showing on the internet because it's a heavy topic. And for some of you, it will probably be a triggering show. You may feel offended at times at some of Lucy's views or the way that she chose to put her work into the world. I encourage listeners who may be frightened by the topic of, of looking at through this documentary, childhood sexual abuse and pedophilia, that you take care of yourself around these sort of impulsive offendednesses <laughs> that happen and that you work at your own growth edges. I'll introduce the interview show with Lucy very delicately with some guides about how to take care of yourself. If you'd like to check out her documentary before you hear our interview, you can find it on YouTube. It's called Dragon's Lair, D-R-A-G-A-N, Lair, L-A-I-R. It's on YouTube because Lucy created this and gifted it to the world. It's a powerful, important, often uncomfortable piece of work. And that's what we do as emotional badasses. We get comfortable being uncomfortable because the numbers of childhood sexual abuse survivors worldwide is one in three girls being assaulted before the age of 18 and one in four boys. Those are the current statistics. So we have to open our eyes and we have to be brave doing so. I hope this episode gave you more of a grounded process to meet yourself in the current mood of offendedness that we are seeing. And I hope it brings you closer and closer to peace, love, and that enlightenment that we're all seeking. I want to thank all the listeners who listen and support the show by sharing it, by giving those all important podcast five-star reviews on iTunes. That is what we need to keep our podcast high in the ratings and to show it to more and more people. So many people are figuring out that they are highly sensitive or that they have highly sensitive children. It's because you share the show and you get on there and you give us the reviews that keep the show high in searchability. Those of you who have reached into your pockets to support us in the back end of this show and what it takes to produce it and to meet some of these bigger goals, thank you. Thank you, Patreon supporters. We're going to start giving Patreon shout outs. If you're a current Patreon, answer that message that tells me how you would like your shout out to be full name or just your first name. Let me know and I will honor that for you. If you would like to become a patron and get exclusive content, the episodes that do not go out on the feed, the ones that are a little personal and near and dear to my heart, even though I'm sharing them. Come find those, come participate in our monthly live Q&As where you can ask anything and you can listen to those archived Q&A hours at your convenience. They're there for you. We are about halfway to our next goal and that'll be exciting because I'll be giving away a free session 
to everyone who donates from a dollar on up. If you're not into doing a monthly subscription, you can donate on PayPal for a one-time donation. The email address is donate at emotionalbadass.com. Until next time, keep taking care of yourselves, keep leaning into those growth edges, and I will see you next time. Thank you, and bye-bye. At a time when change is constant and we are pulled in far too many directions, we need a way to stay present to life and to increase our ability to remain calm, think clearly, and maintain our well-being. Many studies indicate mindfulness improves our mental, emotional, and physical health. On a Mindful Moment with Teresa McKee, you can learn how to practice mindfulness and enjoy its many benefits. Tune in for guided meditations and to hear tips and advice from some of the most respected experts in the fields of mental health and mindfulness. The world truly can be a better place. It all starts with a mindful moment.